Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, church? We are so excited that you have decided to join us for this devotional today as we continue into the book of Proverbs. Today, if you got your Bibles, I want you to open up to Proverbs 26, and we're going to jump into verses 20 and 21, and it says this, Fire goes out without wood, and quarrels disappear when gossip stops. A quarrelsome person starts fights as easily as hot embers light charcoal or fire lights wood. I love this because Solomon, he continues to drop these kind of like wisdom bombs on us. And he uses this illustration to break down the dangers of gossip and quarreling. And as he talks about this fire, he talks about two things. He talks about wood and charcoal. Now, when I first read these scriptures, man, uh, they spoke to me because I was like, I can relate to this, Solomon. I understand where you're coming from. And I'll give you three reasons why I understand. The first reason is I was raised in the country. I was raised in a little town outside Lafayette, Louisiana called Scott. And when you're growing up in Scott, man, you, it becomes pretty much a regular thing that you get to attend these bonfires. I'm talking about people have bonfires for birthdays. They have bonfires for weddings. They even have bonfires for graduations. Now that I think about it, we even did a bonfire two years ago for my son's birthday. Now, you may not understand that. You may not get it. I just think we're just easily entertained with fire. It's pretty funny. The second reason why I get where Solomon's coming from is because I have this thing. It's almost like a glorified bonfire in my yard, and some of you may have them. They're called fire pits, right? You know, we only get to pull them out maybe twice a year in Louisiana, but we pull them out to do marshmallows and that kind of thing. So I kind of knew. Again, Solomon, I understand where you're coming from. But the third reason, if you take out the first two, is the third reason, man, I was a, a young boy who was raised around a barbecue pit. I love to barbecue. And like any real man, I barbecue today on a charcoal grill. Now, I know there may be some of you today that are like, well, I, I use a gas grill. Look, I want you to know if that's you today, we're praying for you because that is not God. I'm telling you right now. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Listen, listen. Solomon, he uses this example, man. It doesn't matter how you cook or, or where you were raised. You pretty much learn pretty quickly in life that a fire can't continue to burn without an igniter, right? And so Solomon says in the same way, quarrels, disagreements, they disappear when gossip stops. That's so good. And then he goes in a little bit more, and when he says a quarrelsome or a belligerent, a combative person starts fights as easily as hot embers light charcoal or fire lights wood. Now, I read those scriptures, and I'm like, man, that sounds like me and half the people I hung out with before I got saved, right? Those small-tempered people, right? But I, I, I say this jokingly, but I really feel like Solomon is trying to show us something, especially in this time that we're living in. Church, if you have been around people for even a short length of time, and I'm even talking about Christian people now, you learn that we are just a bunch of imperfect people. Now, I know there are some people out there that think they're less imperfect than others, but at the end of the day, we all have our imperfections. And even though you and I, man, we might have the Holy Spirit's power within us, we still come from a fallen nature, and we still 
are prone to disagreements. Well, maybe you're saying, well, look, Terry, I get it, but what does that mean for me? That means that even though you've given your heart to Christ, even though you're saved, people can still get on your nerves. Come on. Even though you've, you've given your life to Christ, people can still disagree with you sometimes. People will still disappoint you. They will still hurt you. They may even lie about you. Look, some of y'all, man, you're going to have experiences in life after you get saved that you're starting to wonder if you're even saved at all, right? Like, God, I know you hear me talking, but I really want to go lay hands on those people and not in a praying way, right? I know I'm not the only one. I love Solomon. It's like, like, it's like Solomon said, like an ember to coal. I'm ready to roll. I know that's somebody out there. We're all works in progress. But seriously, Solomon is trying to show us And this is something we need to talk about publicly and address because, listen to me, nothing tears apart and ruins what God is doing quicker than gossip and quarreling. It's the truth. Gossip and quarreling for many years have been responsible for things like failed marriages. It has been responsible for broken relationships, for families torn apart. I think about this, even churches have split because of gossip and disagreements and misunderstandings. And Solomon, he compares these things to wood thrown into a fire, like charcoals that are lit by embers. And if you've ever dealt with a fire, you know there is nothing scarier than a fire that gets out of control. And in the same way, it doesn't take long for things like gossip and quarreling to get out of control, and all that is left on the other side of it is devastation and ruin. So Solomon, if he's chosen to share this wisdom with you and I in this book of Proverbs, how do you and I make the effort to not start fires? How do you and I today learn to extinguish the fires that are going on around us? I believe it begins with this. I believe it begins with placing value on the person that you're quarreling with. Well, how do we do that, Pastor? To me, Peter, he sums it up very simply in 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 8 and 9. And I'm going to read out of the message. It says this, summing up, he says, be agreeable, be sympathetic, be loving, be compassionate, be humble. He says that that goes for all of you. No exceptions, no retaliation. Man, I feel like that's for somebody today. Like if we, do you understand how many lives would be saved if we didn't retaliate like we do today? He goes on to say no sharp tongue sarcasm. Instead, bless. That's your job to bless. You'll be a blessing and also get a blessing. You see, Peter, just like King Solomon, wants to help us get to a place where we just remove the fuel. Come on, say it with me now. Remove the fuel. And I love the words that the message uses for these scriptures. Peter says this, he says, the things that we just said, be agreeable, be sympathetic, be loving, be compassionate, be humble. Do you know what those words translate to me in action? This is what it tells me. It teaches me that 
Even though I may not be able to relate to you or be able to understand where you're coming from or the pain you're expressing right now, it is my responsibility to be sympathetic toward your pain. I am called as a son of God, as a child of God, to love you like Christ would and show compassion and empathy by choosing to listen to what you're walking through and then to support you and encourage you as you walk in it. And when it's all said and done, I should be humbled by all of this because the truth of it is, God didn't have to choose me to be that person for you. So I'm grateful that he did. And you see, church, when you step into those quarrels, those disagreements with this kind of mind frame, I believe these fires that were once blazing will eventually go out. Why? Because we have chosen to remove the fuel. So as I begin to wrap this up today, I want to ask you this. What fires in your life need to be extinguished today? Maybe you're watching this and you're like, Terry, look, my spouse and I, we are constantly going at each other. We are constantly bickering with each other. We, we both want the last word, so you know it never ends. It just keeps going and going. Look, if you were sitting in front of me today, I would tell you it's time to remove the fuel. Well, what does that look like in that situation? I think it's, it's y'all two coming together as adults. It's easy to scream at one another across the room. But are you mature enough to sit down and have a conversation and say, why are you really upset? What are you feeling right now? Maybe you're like, Terry, well, I have a family member that I haven't talked to in years because of something I did. And I don't know how that relationship could ever be the same. I would tell you the same thing. It's time to remove the fuel. It's time. It's never too late to go humbly and to ask for forgiveness. To be willing to, to reach out and to take that first step and be willing, hear me today, be willing to do the work to refix that relationship, to make it healthy again. Listen, if we want these fires around us to go out, we have to be a people who choose to remove the fuel. Maybe you're saying, well, look, Terry, look, I, that's great, but I don't think you get it. I don't think you, you understand how they hurt me. I don't think you understand how they did me wrong. How could I offer them forgiveness? Wouldn't that make me look weak? If we were sitting down the gay, I would tell you the same thing. Remove the fuel. Now hear me. Hear my heart in this. I need you to hear me today. When you choose to forgive someone, when you offer mercy, especially in a time where that other person doesn't deserve it, I don't think that shows weakness at all. I think that shows humility. I think that shows spiritual maturity. I think that shows that you're willing to offer the same grace to someone else that God offered to us when we didn't deserve it. And listen, I'm passionate about this. I, I'm trying to get you to understand this because I truly believe if you and I begin to live this way, especially in the time we're living in, I believe that we will see the fires in our relationship begin to cease. The, the, the heat between you and that other person will begin to die down and eventually all the strife and pain that was there will disappear and God's love will triumph at the end. Church, say with me one more time, it's time to remove the fuel.
Do you receive that today? Come on, let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing and the families, Lord God, that are listening today. Lord God, continue to bring relationships back together. Continue to heal what was once broken, Lord God. Let us be a people who are different. Let us be a people who remove the few and choose to listen and walk with people and what they're walking through. Lord God, let your love continue to flow through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit HealingPlaceChurch.org.